0: It was amazing. But right now on the line speaking of bangers, Mr David Dallas. Good morning, sir.
1: Hey very good morning. How are you?
0: Not too bad. And yourself? Yeah, good, thanks. That's funny, That's that's great. Hey, I want to start off um, just just quickly uh, with something else uh, before we get into your single today. Um, I don't know if you know. You probably do know. It's the uh, 20 years since Biggie's um, Biggie Smalls passing. Notorious B.I.G. Uh, one of the most influential artists of all time. Uh, and there's a bit of connection with you there. Um, your label boss over in the states, um, Buckshot. He was, I, I think, you know, he was friends with Biggie. He worked with Biggie. Um, you know, the track that points uh, that. Um, that he did with Biggie, Redman, Buster. Um, he also wrote a track for um, his crew, Black Moon, that was on the notorious film uh, uh, Biggie's yeah. biopic. Um, and there's some history right there. And you know, you're kind of connected to that. That must be pretty cool. And um, how much of an influence was Biggie's sound to you?
1: Oh, I mean, I was a big I was a big Biggie fan. For like particular songs were like huge for me. Like mm-hmm. um, there's a song on the first album, Warning.
0: Like yep
1: it's probably still like my favourite biggie song today like I'm like this is a best example of like how you can do a narrative and like a, a cohesive narrative in a rap song like yeah for listeners unfamiliar I'm familiar yeah you, you gotta listen to
0: that it's, it's good. a good dope track <laughs> yeah yeah well he changed the game right with with the with his flows yeah. and, the, and, and what he did that whole like you said the whole narrative, one of the first to do that kind yeah. of stuff. It was dope.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things that I, you don't realize until. Because I guess uh, you know at the time he was he was popping and stuff. Like I I just liked pretty much any rap at that age. You
0: know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like
1: my favorite. But my favorite rappers were like Warren G. Yeah. you know, <laughs> and um. But you know, in hindsight, when I look back at like, especially Warren, you know, stuff classic. Obviously, Warren Warren's stuff's classic too. Yeah. But yeah. Now, when I look back on like lyrically, what Warren stuff was like, it's, lyrically, it's pretty. Ter- it's pretty terrible, you know. But uh, other stuff, like when you listen to stuff you listen to at the same time, you listen to like Biggie Ready to Die. Yeah. It still stands up. It's like he was he was light years ahead. So I see now why he was so revered amongst his peers. You know, at the time
0: yeah 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 i mean he had so many different rhyming words within like you know just a few bars it was crazy it was yeah yeah crazy. exactly like he
1: just bought the you know just one of those guys he bought the technicality up mm-hmm. and then once and now you know you he shifted it then that's that's where it's at now and everyone has to kind of step to that
0: yeah yeah and you're working with buddy you know you on buckshot's label duck down music and stuff like it, that you know so there's that connect to all that old history as well you know um, Black Moon was such a dope crew Back in the day You've got all that connect uh, Over in the States And lo- a lot of Kiwis Might not know that um, So I mean That yeah, must be I mean, pretty sweet
1: Like Yeah talking to Buckshot About that sort of stuff It's a, it's a trick Because I mean I, I would still look at Buckshot Now and see, like, I never thought I'd you know Because I grew up Having to watch those guys On like There uh, used to be This like music channel Over in Auckland Called Mac TV mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they would play Like underground rap videos Like that So I used to tape That sort of stuff On the VCR. And, you know, when I was taping that sort of stuff as a kid, there's just no way I ever thought I'd meet these people, you know, because America seemed like this far off place at that age, and especially for rap. Like, when I was a kid, I know, it's, I guess it's different now, like, kids growing up in New Zealand now, you hear rap and stuff on the radio, but when I was a kid, you didn't, it just wasn't like that, man. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 but, yeah.
1: Like, the, the, the odd music videos, I get, to, and you had to piece it all together, you know, you, your one mate had like a double XL magazine or a source magazine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, who's this guy? It was a, it was all a puzzle, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, if it wasn't for skateboarding for me, you know, I think I probably wouldn't have heard that stuff in the like, you know, skateboarding in the mid nineties, listening to woo and listening to truck or Quest and, and and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, you was know? I, I was I was similar, like I yeah. was similar, like skate videos. You know, like
1: I'd watch like four on one.
0: And yeah, 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 yeah. I
1: have like a throwback like <laughs> a throwback like song or a, a throwback Wu Tang quick
0: song, and you know, like they exposed me to a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, four on videos were dope. <clears throat> And um, all right, so we're taking we'll, we'll go back to that too. You come a long way since Frontline. Um, what would the David Dallas of those days think of where you are now and who you are now?
1: Well, I guess when I started, I mean, there's no way that when I started, I thought I'd even have a like a quote-unquote career in music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, I definitely mm-hmm. didn't think I'd become a solo artist and be up to my fourth solo album. I didn't didn't think that was happening. Like. Like I would say, when I started, my biggest ambition was it'd be cool to have a song played on like student radio. That'd be pretty cool, right? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Be Like on, be
1: stream my song on the internet. That'd be mean, you know. <laughs> and over time, you know, ov- obviously over time, like the goalposts. You know, you want to start. Uh, it'd be cool to like play a little club. Oh, it'd be cool to sell out a show. it be, you know,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: all these, all these things change over time. But yeah, I think. You know, the David Dallas of that time would just, I guess he'd mostly just be surprised. Like, (laughs) you know, I was a dude with a computer science degree, man. I'm not supposed to be a rapper.
0: (laughs) Not true, man. Like, the thing is, nerds, nerds are cool now like gigs are sweet yeah like it's all about the gig gig chic like, everything's it's, it's, it's all gig all the time so yeah exactly yeah yeah I yeah I don't know yeah when I started <laughs> when I started uh, alright so the new single's out mm-hmm. today you've got to be excited about that fit in um, it's dope I've been it a couple of times um, just before it's different for you um, but I first want to ask you know um, you're talking about you know you don't need to fit in anymore it's like you paid your dues like is that what you're talking about yeah
1: Yeah, exactly. It's pretty much that. Like, I'm just comfortable with what I'm doing and I just want to make the sort of stuff that I like. I'm Mm -hmm. really concerned about what's supposed to be cool or what's supposed to be the done thing or what everyone else is up to. And I kind of like, even with the sound of the song, I wanted something that sounded just not like what everyone else is doing. That's kind of why, I mean, the production style is like, it kind of harkens back to like, sort of the early 2000s, like, UK garage. Yeah, I was so super into that, just like everyone else, like, when Apple Dodger, and, you know, like, mm-hmm. sort of I always kind of wanted to do something in that vein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, something fresh. Yeah. Especially now, like, with the current tempo of, like, rap music, or rap music is, like... Super slow, like super trappy. You know, like mm-hmm. I just wanted to do something just
0: different. You know. Yeah, and you always have. I think you know you've always kind of reinvented your sound. You know, um, from the earlier with Frontline, front then um, then you did you know do boom bop with the Big it's Time. Nice stuff, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know you know take a picture it was kind of trappish um yeah you, you know and you've kind of like
1: running
0: yeah 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 yeah, yeah. exactly exactly if we look through you know your back catalog and stuff like that you're always kind of like you know are you always trying to push yourself is that is that what it's all about challenging yourself um creating something yeah, different for yourself
1: like, it's just pulling from different parts of things that i like you know if, if you look at anything like you know like something yeah some obviously something awesome i kind of pulled back to like it was like all like uh soul samples and i kind of brought back more mm-hmm. of the sort of r and B sort of influences of, of my youth you know
0: yeah yeah and yeah roast
1: and yeah obviously i had stuff like take a picture which was more like southern and slow and that's kind of what i, was, I, I wanted to do stuff like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. running with some you know running with something else again and i guess with this yeah it's, it's just the same thing it's just pulling because obviously no no music comes from nowhere like you don't just create the stuff out of thin air it's always a product of an influence somewhere yeah you know? exactly so it's just kind of like now i just i just try to think of like times or like feelings that i've had that music that different types of music have given me and i just try and draw from that sort of stuff mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah like i was saying with this they sort of they sort of late 90s early 2000s era of that like uk garage stuff i was super into that just like most people you know, most people here were around that time
0: no it's it's dope it's dope, and like you know it's it's danceable as hell like you're going to be seeing everyone's going to be doing uh walking and shit it's going to be dope. <laughs> like you bring bring back all those steps and stuff that will be dope because i mean this is this is straight two-step music you know
1: yeah
0: exactly yeah 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 so it'll be awesome so um all right so the single's out today um and i assume a new album's on the way yeah so the
1: the album will be coming late april so it's oh, not nice. too far, off. Not like too the, far the record off. it's done like it's finished. I didn't want to like come out with a single and not be done with the album. So yeah, 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 yeah. The album's and all ready to go. So is
0: is the sound it, of this, this track? Season. Is this indicative of what we're going to hear on the album? It
1: actually isn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. this is probably the most like this probably is the most out there sounding one from mm. the record. You know? Yeah. So, but I guess I think see, them- but thematically it's in line. Like the sort of stuff that I'm talking about. It's like. I think a lot of the lyrics, I mean, if people heard stuff like Don't Rate That, a lot of the lyrics on this are more hard to edge. And I just put a lot more, I guess, on this, like, to me, this album, like, lyrically, is my and it's probably my favorite that I've thought, because it's, it's kind of like gone back to just like really analyzing the verses the way I did when I first started. Because mm-hmm. I, I think you go through phases where it's like oh, I just want to be the best rapper when you first start out, and you don't really care if people who don't like rap don't like it. You oh, start sh- rapping, man. Who cares, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, then, then you go through a phase where I was like, I wanted to be. When I did something awesome in the roast, and I was like, man, I, I want to make songs that, that normal people like. I want to improve as a, as a songwriter. Yeah. And then you know, over the over the last two albums, I feel like you know, I, I kind of I understand songs now and songwriting, how to make a song. And I was like, I still wanna. I still want to bring back that sort of hunger that I had to just write verses when I started. So it's kind of a combination of those things on this record.
0: Nice, nice. So like shifting the goalposts again, but going back to goalposts of of past days.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like keeping keeping the songwriting chops, but... Mm-hmm. coming with the bars
0: <laughs> Good, good and just quickly I want to talk about that because um, 64 Bars such a great dope project and I, 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 was it for you was that project all about kind of giving back and like being at the you know to people that were in the place where you were when you started out and maybe you had some people that came along and, and helped you out is this what the, um, 64 Bars was for you plus you know just making the fucking dope project Yeah no, that
1: that's exactly what it was like I just felt like there needed to be a platform for for emerging acts or acts who who don't have you know who haven't been given the platform that they should you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. feel like I also feel like if you don't have a platform like that, there's nothing for the sort of guys coming up to to look at and measure themselves against or try to get to. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, like the thing with the internet now is, is it's dope. Like everyone, everyone can make their song and like put it out, and there's all these avenues for that sort of stuff. And then you have the radio for more sort of if you're trying to write like commercial songs, avenues for all, all of those things. But I was like, there didn't seem to be an avenue or platform for just the craft of rapping. And it is a, like, just, it, that is a craft. Like it's, it's important, you know, yeah. like lyricism is, is still important. Lyricism and the technique of rapping, like that's, that's something that needs to be emphasized, that skill, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted something that focused, it up, focused on those kids. You know, like, those kids are just like, man, I want to be the baddest rapper, you know? I yeah, be the baddest MC. I want to flex. I want to get on mic and show people what I can do.
0: And they that are, man. really,
1: yeah. And, yeah, like, because when I, like like you were saying, like, when I came through, I had that. Like, it was, you know, we had MC battles all the time. There was, like, yeah. local gigs, and I would get up and rap with other, you know, like, there was a whole bunch of emerging cats coming up in Auckland at the time when I was coming through. And I feel like there wasn't so much, there wasn't, that wasn't going on so much. Yeah. At the moment, so... Yeah, battles are gone. Battle jumped on board and it was cool. Where are the battles yeah, gone? Exactly. And the thing is, you know, like things evolve and that can go and stuff like that. That's fine. But um, there still needed to be something
0: to fill that void. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And like, like you said, man, there's just so much great stuff coming out, especially out from 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 Auckland. Like, I mean, we we, we played uh, quite a lot um, here. You know, we're playing you know the new stuff from Emanation. We're always playing uh, Resa Biser and so many other people. Like, it's just. It's a really yeah, strong scene exactly. at the moment, and you—you know—I think you—that um, that project was just absolutely perfect for um, shining a light on it. So I congratulate you for that, and I congratulate you for exactly. the new cool. single as well. Uh, it's dope, everybody. You it's did, out right. there now. Um, it's on all the streaming sites, I assume. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can stream it. You can, um, and no doubt you'll be able to purchase it too. And new album's coming out in April, so no doubt we'll get you back on the phone um, then. And will we see you down in Dunedin? Because we know you love Dunedin. <laughs>
1: I do actually love Dunedin. Yeah, as soon as like basically once we got the once we got the record out there, then I can like put in some more solid like uh, plans around
0: touring and stuff. But yeah, I definitely want to get back there. Sweet. Do- hey, uh, David Dallas, thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to me this morning. It's been a pleasure. Cheers, bro. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and I'm going to play the single right now. This is the new one from David Dallas, Fit In. Um, once again, David, thank you so much, and we'll see you in Dunedin soon. Ciao sure, bro. Cheers, bro. See you. All right, you're on the 91 FM. Fit In, David Dallas. So, the same old story. The way they come and go, this robot.